0: Hello, folks. My name is Rick Pearson, and this is Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. You know, the victorious theme of many patriots in America is make America great again. But what made America great in the first place? We'll be discussing this today and much more, so stay tuned. Welcome back, folks. You know, many secular humanists and even Bible teachers think that America's rise to power is just a coincidence of being at the right place and at the right time in history. But the Bible specifically states that there is an appointed time in history when certain nations will rise and certain nations will fall. Such is the case for the rise of America's providential greatness. Now, we've already shown you that she's the seventh of eight providential nations in Scripture. Did you know that government is a concept mandated by God? In fact, it's one of the ways we can read the prophetic time clock as it relates to Bible prophecy. Daniel 2 says that God changes times and seasons, He deposes kings, and He raises up kings and kingdoms. In Romans 13, we find, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. For rulers, or governments, and kings are not a terror to good works, but to evil. For the kings, or for he, God, and the kings and the governments, is the minister of God to thee for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. So today, traditional interpreters of Scripture continue to opine and teach the body of Christ that America's not in the Word of God. However, Scripture states that God doesn't watch over our opinions to perform them. Instead, he says, I'm alert, I'm active, and I'm watching over my Word to perform it. Folks, I want to assure you that the Holy Spirit's on the move in America. He's fulfilling every prophetic word that vindicates who Babylon the Great is. So listen for his still small voice as we showcase the writings of the prophets of the past, which is the foundation for fulfilling God's prophecy of the future. Listen to this.
1: Although scripture specifically states that God deposes kings and raises up other kings, there is a much deeper insight that scripture offers. The Bible states in Ephesians 6, that mankind wrestles not with flesh and blood, but spiritual entities called principalities, powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. This originates in Ezekiel 28 and Isaiah chapter 14, where a war is described in heaven when Lucifer, the anointed cherub of worship, led a rebellion against God and his ordinances. Lucifer, meaning light bearer, did not want to worship God, but instead be like God. Through that rebellion, Lucifer and one third of the angelic hosts were cast out of heaven and sent to earth. His name was also changed to Satan, meaning adversary. Then in Genesis chapter one, as if to humiliate Lucifer and let him know that without God, he was nothing, God scooped his hand into the earth, formed man in his own image, and then breathed into man the breath of life. From that point on, man became a living soul and the new worship leader upon earth. However, the adversary of man, Satan soon convinced Adam and Eve to rebel against God's ordinances and so the battle began. Mankind would forever fight within himself to walk in God's ways and ordinances or to rebel and fight against them. It was not until God sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who overcame Satan's temptations, died on the cross, and rose from the dead that mankind was provided with a way back to God through merely asking Jesus for forgiveness. Fifty days after His resurrection on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of Jesus Himself was released upon His believers, who were now equipped to overcome the lies of Satan. The Spirit of Jesus literally entered the believers and began breathing out of them And as his spirit breathed through the lips of clay, they spoke in over 15 languages about the wonders of God. From that point on, the greater one, the Lord himself has empowered believers with the declaration of greater is he who is in you than he that's in the world. When a nation embraces the ordinances of God, it does invoke his benefits to help that nation fight evil. Second only to Israel, the Founding Fathers of the United States of America deliberately and enthusiastically embraced God's ordinances within her Constitution. Social fascist dictators like Stalin, Mao, and Hitler have brutally murdered over 100 million people throughout history in an attempt to replace the ordinances of God with secular humanist governments. The seventh kingdom that rules before the beast is released on the earth with this new world order is said in scripture to sit upon the beast or hold him down until his appointed time comes into play. Currently, the tremendous prosperity of the United States of America has equipped her with the military power to do just that. She literally stands in the gap between good and evil, and with other nations around the world who want liberty and freedom from fascist regimes.
0: Welcome back, folks. You know, in previous programs, we discussed how the pilgrims declared a covenant with God in the Mayflower Compact of 1620. In 1776, the Founding Fathers followed that precept, enabling God to use America to play a pivotal role in global events. The prophetic time sequence in which we now live, the prosperity America currently has enjoyed, and her influence around the world all play a part in fulfilling her role in Bible prophecy. Now, in recent lessons, we learned that the wealth one gets from being in covenant with God is not just for personal enjoyment. Moses said it's God that gives you power to get wealth to establish his covenant. And that wealth helps a nation receive God's benefits of guidance, provision, and protection. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. So what benefits has God given America in the past to maintain her status as being the head and not the tail? How does he cause her enemies that rise against her one way to flee before her seven ways? According to the 2022 U.S. military statistics, the United States has over 750 military bases throughout the world, 59 of which are within the U.S.A., maintaining 6,000 buildings with an annual budget of over $100 billion dollars. Her navy sits upon the seas, according to several research sites, and the United States Navy, although second in size to China, is the strongest navy in the world, with an unparalleled ability to protect, force, and protect American interests with over 500,000 personnel and a fleet of more than 2,480 ships. Now, recently, China has a surge of over 417 active warships, which has surpassed the USA's 243. But in this mix, the U.S. operates 11 aircraft carriers compared to Russia's one and China's two. The number of submarines from the top five nations are as filed with the USA being number one. The United States led all countries with the highest military spending in 2022, with $812 billion invested. This was more money invested than the other eight leading nations combined, constituting nearly 40% of the total military spending worldwide, which amounted to $2.2 trillion U.S. dollars. The USA invested 3.5% of their gross domestic product on military. China was the second largest military spender at $292 billion, with Russia following in third. However, the total U.S. global military spending reached close to $2.2 trillion, and that's because of the outbreak of the Russia-Ukraine war, as well as increasing tensions in the South China Sea. Now according to recent studies, North America is by far the leading region worldwide in terms of expenditure on the military. Recent estimates tell us that the USA controls 40% of the world's estimated 17,300 WMDs, or nuclear bombs, with Russia first, the US second, and France third. Currently, within her 50 states, America has 59 Air Force bases, but together with her 11 aircraft carriers and 26 bases outside her borders, she is strategically placed over the seven continents of the world. 2023 statistics tell us that the U.S. Air Force has 13,300 aircraft, with approximately 5,300 aircraft flying on average two million man-hours annually monitoring the skies throughout the world. Close to 40% of the U.S. air power is active over other allied nations, protecting them from hostile neighbors who threaten their sovereignty. In addition, from bunkers thousands of miles from harm's way, U.S. pilots now fly unmanned drones capable of destroying our enemies and causing minimal collateral damage to innocent bystanders. Other than Pearl Harbor and the 2001-9-11 World Trade Center bombing, the United States or Canada have never had their technical wall of air defense penetrated, experiencing global war on her own soil. From these incredible vantage points, most North Americans fulfill Isaiah's prophecy by saying within their hearts, I sit a queen, I will see no sorrow, neither shall I know the loss of children. Also, is it any wonder why America's enemies literally hate this lady of kingdoms, a nation whose cities, wealth, and military might is second to none in the history of the world, a nation whose founding purpose was to achieve a government structure that would invoke God's blessings upon her, a nation who honors God on her currency, who once mandated prayer and Bible reading in her education system and was once called a Christian nation by the men who founded her. The Bible confirms that the beast and the ten kings who have not yet received power will hate this lady of kingdoms. Is it because this woman uses her wealth not only for her benefit, but she is a beacon of light and protection for smaller nations? Nations who also want their God-given inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now meanwhile, large hostile regimes would like nothing better than to invade the weaker countries, rob them of their natural resources and their freedom to prosper. All we can say at Prophecy USA is God bless the United States of America for not letting that happen. Is it any wonder that the angel said to John, And the woman that you saw is that great city that has dominion over the kings of the earth. You know, the dictionary of the Bible states that the Greek word for city here is polis. And it's defined as a walled population center that provides security for its inhabitants. Perhaps that word city was God's way of making it as simple as possible for John to understand then and there what our air defense identification zones does here and now to protect her inhabitants. Our invisible technical wall is the only thing that we have between our enemies and us, but it's still a wall of deterrent. God's methods to prosper people... Who form a covenant with him can come in many forms. However, they are based upon obeying his voice. If thou wilt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord to observe and to do all his commandments, the Lord thy God will set thee high above all nations. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. Proverbs says, that God's wisdom dwells with prudence and finds out knowledge of witty inventions. Perhaps the greatest advantage of America's wisdom has been the tremendous technical advantages and witty inventions that she has provided to the world. Since its inception in 1776, the US has brought to the world the airplane, liquid-fueled rockets, digital computers, the automobile assembly line, nuclear bombs and microwave technology, credit cards, compact discs. They were the first man on the moon. They brought us personal computers, the space shuttle, the world worldwide internet, and global positioning of satellite networks. According to the statistics of the 2019 Union of Concerned Scientists, The U.S. has over 901 satellites in orbit, traveling as high as 22,000 miles above the Earth. This number is double the amount that the next 10 closest nations have, with China having 299 and Russia with 153 satellites. Global satellite technology delivers real-time audio and visual live streaming from anywhere in the world. With the help of the digital telescope technology, the U.S. military can identify and monitor objects as small as a milk carton from thousands of feet above the earth. The electronic tentacles of this massive achievement connects every human being through the internet technology. It also allows the U.S. military to monitor millions of telephone and text conversations that are carried over her global network of communication satellites. No nation in the history of the world has achieved such scientific advancement in a mere 200 years of its beginning. In fulfilling another description of the woman on the beast, scripture says that she's a lady of kingdoms who sits upon the waters of peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. However, Isaiah reveals to us that her prosperity will come with a price. Her wisdom and her knowledge has led you astray and you have said in your heart, I am and there is none else beside me. At this point, we see a turning within the seventh providential nation known as Babylon the Great. Up to this time, we have showcased 11 descriptions of Babylon. Now we already confirmed in scripture that she's a providential nation, she's the seventh of eight providential nations, she will appear immediately before the beast arrives, she's globally symbolized as a woman, she's wealthy beyond the history of any other nation, she trades with the merchants of the world at her deep water ports, she trades over 27 products, she makes the merchants of the earth rich, and... She creates a military, allowing her to sit or rule over the beast and upon multitudes of tongues, peoples, until the time of his release. She's proud and says within her heart, I sit a queen and will see no widowhood. One of the greatest revelations that has come out of the American evangelical church world is the concept that God is a good God who wants to prosper his people. And that teaching has become known as the prosperity message. It has had a tremendous impact on the church and the body of Christ as a whole. Now, one of the reasons America has prospered so much over nations is because whether she knew it or not, her founding fathers tapped into the blessings of God by forming a covenant with him. As mentioned earlier, the Bible tells us that all prosperity comes from God to establish his covenant. Based on Genesis, we are told, I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing. However, the Bible also tells us that to whom much is given, much is required. There is a flip side to the prosperity message that few prosperity teachers are willing to teach. And we're gonna flip that coin right after this message. So stay tuned. You do not wanna miss what's coming.
1: Theological seminaries have inundated churches preaching that America is not in the Bible. Prophecy teachers have regurgitated for years that America is not in the Bible. But what does the Bible say? Prophecy USA is proud to present a 30-page brochure filled with Scripture, debunking the biggest lie keeping the body of Christ in darkness today. America is fully detailed in Scripture over 53 times, and now we want to put God's Word directly into your hands. America's role in Bible prophecy is rapidly being fulfilled and her judgment is coming. For a gift of $15 plus shipping and handling, we will send you this amazing brochure. For a gift of $50, we will send you five brochures. For $100 or more, we will rush to you 10 brochures. And for a ministry gift of $500, we will send you both our books, The Hour That Changes Everything, and The Coming Exodus, plus 20 brochures for your friends, family, and relatives. Call today.
0: Welcome back, folks. You know, we've been talking about America's tremendous wealth and her military power that is the greatest in the history of the world. America's wealth, however, originated from what many evangelical Bible teachers would call the prosperity message. Although scriptures were written over 2,000 years ago, it was not until in the 1950s that the, the church brought the prosperity message to light on mainstream media. Oral Roberts began his ministry in 1947, the same year that Billy Graham also started his evangelical ministry. Both evangelists have now passed away, but their messages still ring in the hearts and minds of our generation. Now, being a graduate of Oral Roberts University and a region of the school for 21 years, I became very well versed in the fact that God is a good God. He's a healing God. He's a delivering God and he wishes above all things that you prosper and be in health. In fact, Scripture states that the Lord has great pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Now, while God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants, the Bible also says that he has no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked would turn from his way and live. However, biblical prosperity is many times misinterpreted by our society which equates prosperity to how much stuff you can attain. America has a lot of stuff, but that does not mean that she is still prospering from a biblical standpoint. You know, several years ago after selling my business, I decided after 32 years of working, I would buy a sports car that i had always dreamed of about getting. I told my wife now, that I'm at this age, I'd better get a sports car because several years from now, I may not be able to get out of one. So I bought this new car. And when my mechanic saw it, he immediately liked it. But then suddenly, there was a forlorn look on his face. And he said, you know, that's a beautiful car wreck, but I'll never have a car like that in my life. I can't afford that. Now, I was saddened by his statement until this thought came into my mind. I said, you know, Mike, my wife and I are married late in life, and I'll never have an eight-year-old son sit on my lap and say, I love you, Dad. I'll never see him score his first goal in hockey, and I'll never have anyone sit on my lap and call me Grandpa. I said, how would you like to trade one of your three boys in for this car? And he looked at me with a surprised look on his face, and he said, no way. And I said, then you'd be happy for me And I'll be happy for you, Mike. You know, God's definition of prosperity is far above what we in North America have defined it to be. Prosperity is not he who dies with the most stuff wins. Prosperity, no matter what form it comes in, has strings attached. Even biblical prosperity has certain obligations. Now, first 15 verses of the Mosaic Covenant in Deuteronomy 28 lists 15 blessings that we've studied, and America has been living under every one of those prosperity blessings. However, for every verse promising blessing, if you obey his voice, there are three verses warning of what will happen if you break covenant with God. In other words... If you obey his word or disobey his word, there are guaranteed consequences. Now, today we looked at 11 descriptions of Babylon the Great so far, and America meets every description. However, according to scripture, something very alarming happens to this great nation. And if a believer is not careful, it can happen to each of us on an individual basis. Our recent narration on Lucifer tells us that he was once anointed to carry out God's purposes. But he got lifted in his pride and decided he did not want God anymore. In fact, he thought he was God unto himself. According to the Apostle Paul, at that point the mystery of iniquity or sin was birthed within this archangel and he lost favor with God. Now according to the Bible, Mystery Babylon the Great, falls into the same iniquity that caused lucifer to fall america's falling away from judeo-christian value system is no surprise in scripture in fact it's a fulfillment of scripture folks rome is not babylon the great there's not going to be another city built or on another continent that will fulfill the same prophecies america has already fulfilled and is fulfilling daily forget what traditional teachers have taught let the Holy Spirit speak to you directly through our programs when a nation that is supposed to be Christian is the number one human trafficker for child sex slaves the theological community must wake up smell the coffee and admit America is in the Bible for we wrestle not with flesh and blood but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places babylon has fallen and has fallen and become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul and unclean spirit sit thou silent and get thee into darkness babylon for you shall no more be called the lady of kingdoms the word fallen here is the greek word piptos it means to fall from one level to another These verses specifically state that Babylon falls from one level of spiritual relationship with God to another level where she is literally invaded and controlled by evil spirits. Of course, not everyone in Babylon falls into this trap. Just because a nation breaks covenant with God does not mean believers within that nation break covenant with God, which is why God warns us in America, come out of her, my people, Partake not in her sins, for her sins are heaped high as heaven. Mainline news networks have used the term culture wars in defining the political and social differences in our nation. However, the Bible does not talk about culture wars. Instead, it talks about two spiritual kingdoms that are at battle on earth, God's kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Unfortunately, though, we're out of time. But next week, we'll be discussing some amazing insights on American culture. And you may be surprised to find out everything happening in America today was all prophesied to happen in the mystery nation called Babylon the Great. You've been listening to Prophecy USA. And my name is Rick Pearson reminding you that Jesus is alive And he's coming back much sooner than many people realize. See you next week on Prophecy USA. Shalom.